Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, Coco, Mudbound, Roman J. Israel Esquire, and The Star. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. you got to find a new host. Why? I don't see anything with you anymore. You see a lot, though. I just saw two movies this that week. That you had that already I, seen. Yeah. I know. I rolled my eyes like hardcore. But, like, I'm thrilled for y'all. I understand. I want to see both those movies again. Should you replace me with Alana? I'd rather end my life. Also, Alana didn't see most of these movies with me. You're right. <laughs> I've been to the movies a lot by myself. What's going on? Am I, going, am I depressed? I mean, I'm eating cornbread while we're recording this podcast. That's okay. Um... What's up? Happy Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? It was great. How was your Thanksgiving? It was so nice. I, f- I napped, which I have not done. I, I literally cannot remember the day. So why do you think we did? I was so tired and so warm and then all of a sudden air conditioned and I got flat and before you knew it, I was like, I could rest. <laughs> and Camp <champ>. too. <laughs> he was ready to rest. Awesome. Um, the food was delicious. Literally amazing. I have to be honest, I think the best thing I had the whole day was the pumpkin pie. Really? It was so good, and I had the tiniest piece. You know that was, like, completely homemade. It was, like, actually very good. Interesting. And since I know she doesn't listen to this, Alana has pumpkin pie in the refrigerator, Mm -hmm. and it tastes like out of a can. Mm. I took a little sliver today. Just, like, not even, like, a real bite. Yeah. And I thought, "Mm, this ain't the real thing. I mean, my mom can actually cook. Oh, no, like, actually. That's why everybody I kept telling that was asking about Thanksgiving, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to my friend Adrian's mom. She, like, actually cooks. So, like, it'll be, like, real food. It won't be, like, Friendsgiving where you eat, like... Like, we ate, you know, rice, like a big bowl of rice and, like, a chicken. Yeah. It's not mess like that. It's, like, real Thanksgiving food. It was delicious. It was also, I think, the most food we've ever had. It, For the least amount of people hams. we've ever had. <laughs> we had one cured ham, one uncured ham, one turkey. Can I be honest? Well, I, did, couldn't, I didn't know. It, I can't, couldn't really taste a difference. Between the hams? I thought they kind of tasted the same. No. <laughs> Maybe Literally one glaze. tasted, like... Pure bacon, <laughs> and then the other tasted like ham. It just both tasted like. I mean, they were both delicious. I ate off of both of them. <laughs> but when I was like, I didn't, when I was eating, I was like, I don't know which is which. What was your favorite meal or piece of the meal? I think the pumpkin pie. Oh yeah, that's right. You said I liked the uh, sweet potatoes. Mm. I Those liked were the good. Potatoes. I liked the peas. Mm. Peas are good. Love them. I'd I'd make that meal again. It was very good. And your little crisp, chocolate crisp things were good. With the cranberries. I could have had more cranberry. And Derek hated the cranberries. I know, that's all. When he said that, I was like, that's the best part. Yeah, it was weird. It was good. Those are, that was a good choice. Um, Yeah, so the first thing we're going to talk about is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Very quickly, because like, not a whole lot to discuss. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade comes on every year in the morning. Here's what I love about it. Here's what I don't love about it. I love it. It's literally like a commercial for Broadway. Yeah, why is that? Because it's in New York, so all the Broadway shows are there. They're closed for the day. And it's also smart because Broadway shows, oddly, do not get a lot of mainstream press. Of course, there are exceptions. And they do go on, like, the Today Show and Good Morning America and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But they don't go on, like, Ellen. 
No, Rosie true. O'Donnell was the exception. She used to always have the things. I mean, again, she was in New York, which is weird because Dear Evan Hansen premiered first on Seth Meyers. Yeah, and now like Hamilton obviously is an exception. Dear Evan Hansen has somehow broken like the mainstream a little bit, not to the level of Hamilton, mm-hmm. but for the most part, anyway. So it's like the most exposure there. It's like a commercial for those shows. The real dud of the whole experience. I haven't seen anything else about it, and I hope to never see anything else about it again, mm-hmm. is SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical, starring live people dressed like SpongeBob characters, but not like them in, like, costumes, more just like what those characters wore on SpongeBob. So the man playing SpongeBob SquarePants isn't square or a sponge. He's just, <laughs> He's like, just like, wearing plaid and, a like, man. a yellow shirt. It was bad. Looked like a high school production of SpongeBob. It looked like you were you had a Halloween costume that you had to make in a day. Absolutely. I couldn't. I I just like things like that. There's a lot of times like them remaking The Grinch also, but there's a lot of things where it's like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. I understand the point, and that like it makes sense in a community theater setting. And mm-hmm. luckily, that's where SpongeBob SquarePants the musical will live in like six months. Mm-hmm. But like, you will see that, and that'll be one of those like Little Mermaid. You think like, it'll be done every forever? Every high school in the world will do SpongeBob SquarePants the musical because it'll get people to come to the show. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they how can you compare that to like other shows? It's like a joke. It'll get nominated. Oh yeah, probably. What if it's actually good? Oh, it probably is fun. But that you just don't think that was a good representation. I mean, it looked absolutely terrible. Yeah, Patrick is just some big man. No, Mm. it just looked cheap. I also hate how they all have to lip sync. I hate. Yeah, it just is ridiculous. Patty Labelle lip syncing, moving the mic away as the song's still playing. (laughs) She just didn't know where she was. It's so bizarre. Did you like the new Dear Evan Hansen? Yeah, I thought he was fine. I thought he sounded fine. Are we gonna go see it when we go to New York again? If it's cheaper. What if it is? Maybe. Then yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we'll go. I, I mean, I absolutely loved it. Is Face to Face still playing? What that is? Patty LaPone? Yeah. Is War that what it's called? Yeah, I was no, the say, song is Face to Face. The song I love. Uh, no, I don't think it is. Also, Amy Schumer ends in January, so we won't be able to go see that. I may be able to go see that. Don't talk to me. Okay, next we're going to talk about Coco. Coco is the new Pixar movie. I still... Like, going through this week and thinking about that movie and everything, get confused in Disney Animation and Pixar. Yeah. Like, Frozen is not a Pixar movie. No. But it looks just like Coco to me. Absolutely. Anyway, um, and in the large reality, who cares? There's no difference. Um, But, yeah, it was great. And I think as close to um, those, like, Disney Animation movies as Pixar has ever been. It's probably because of a lot of the music. Yeah, absolutely. And the way they used music in the story. The best part was watching all the parents cry. The little boy next to me mm-hmm. screamed halfway through the movie and started crying and said, if I was a skeleton, would you still love me? And the mom was like, yes, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she just kept saying to him, shut up, shut up. He would not stop talking. He was very confused by all the death and like being, like his hands turning to the bones, he screamed. <laughs> and when they showed like he lifted up his sleeve and his elbows or bones. He was screaming. It was so funny. That's hilarious. And that's who you want to watch something like that with. Exactly. It, I, I went alone, of course, like a creep. I bought the last ticket in the theater, in the big theater at the Grove. It was sold out? At one o'clock in the middle of the day. No way. Yeah. I just thought that was wild. 
Um, so anyway, it's about a boy. It's based about. It talks about Dios de la. Say it. I don't know how to say it. Patrick. That about the Day of the Dead and about how you know you invite these spirits like all your ancestors to come into your home and this boy who wants to do music but his family doesn't believe in it so he sort of uses his ancestry to pursue music Mm -hmm. like yeah which I love in theory yes it was a very sweet story I mean just the idea of Theodore Smart Twist whatever it's called oh yeah exactly even though I they did just have that other movie. The Book, Book of, of Life, Life, which was $3 on Black Friday. <laughs> which is... <laughs> Literally. But it was... I thought it was very sweet, and it was a little more culturally appropriate as opposed to some of the Disney movies that have come out in the last 20 years. Yeah, I agree. Where they sort of tell, like, a very whitewashed cultural version of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it was really fun and sweet and sad. But again, it is a little adult, just like Dory, just like all of them. There is like a level where they're like inside out, where it's like they're not just appealing to kids. Well, I mean, they are. They are. But they're trying to teach you a very adult lesson. Yeah. Let's talk about what really matters. Frozen. So before Coco, there's a Frozen short. Mm. Um... Where it's called Olaf's Frozen Adventure, where Olaf tries to go get uh, traditions for Anna and Elsa. Adrian and me are going to disagree because Adrian likes to hate on things that are popular. That was not true. It's actually not. So I mean, how much? Are you I have so much cornbread. I'm sorry. I'm hungry. It was ve- I, okay. I'll go first because I'm right. It was very sweet, perfectly in line with Frozen. I didn't say it wasn't. But it should be. It was about five minutes no. too long. A short. Some of those shorts are long, though. Like, ten minutes. Okay. So it's double the theme. But it's a very popular movie. Very popular characters. And they've been advertising it like... I mean, it had a trailer. Yeah, exactly. Because it was supposed to be, in my eyes, something for, like, TV. Like that Trolls holiday thing. Absolutely. That's literally what it was supposed to be. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It should not have been before an hour and a half movie. To make the entire... We were sitting in that theater for, like, two hours. Yeah. It is, especially for a kid's movie, I mean, it is, that is a long time to say. I even thought when it was over, I was like, dang, this is kind of long. Yeah. But I loved it, so I didn't care. It was so sweet. Mm. What didn't you like about it? Did you like it, or did you just not like the thought of it? I mean, I liked parts of it. I just think that is, like, so, mm-mm. It just doesn't do it for me. I love Frozen. I think I don't like Josh Gad. But Josh, he's a snowman. <laughs> I don't like Josh Gad either, honestly. I liked him in Beauty and the Beast, yeah. but in Murder on the Orient Express, when he was trying to be like a real actor, I was like, oh yeah, hard no on that. When a short film has literally an album's worth of music. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean it has like five songs. Not, that's not, okay. But they're, I mean, again, they have a big, It's first of all, it's all a brand, a marketing ploy. Of course. They're trying to sell stuff. And like, you know... I get it. There's a lot on the line with Frozen, and they're trying to keep people interested long term because eventually it wears off, and then Milana comes out, and then everybody's in. The, you know what I mean? So they're trying to keep the Frozen like brand. Your mom just texted me while we're recording. Shall I read it? Yeah. Um, oh, it's too long. Okay, so um, <laughs> I love you. Now I'll read a minute. So anyway, it just you know, I got distracted. I don't know what we're talking about. I'm talking circles. I'm talking about Hillary Clinton. Oh. Okay. So anyway, go see Frozen featuring Coco. Or don't. No, you should go. I mean, go see Coco, but then like go 20 minutes into when the movie actually starts. 
Yes. You're right. Um, okay, so next we're going to talk about Mudbound, which I saw today. Mud, Didn't see it. Uh, Mudbound stars uh, Garrett Hedlund, Carrie Mulligan, and Mary J. Blige, and a lot of other people. The guy who played Easy, who I'll never know his real name because that was all I ever think of him as. Yeah. Um, it's about the war and people going to war and this what man war? who owns um, the one against Hitler. <laughs> World War II. <laughs> Um, and this, it's two, ver it's basically two different sides of, a like two different families in the same like situation. So this man owns a farm and, uh, a very like impoverished black family like works for him and lives on the farm. And it start and the guy who was the dad, who was actually honestly in my eyes a lot better than Mary J. Blige and had a much stronger like storyline. And he, like, she's, so she's getting a lot of the awards attention. The only one from that movie who's getting really any. And, I mean, she was great, I thought. But not any greater than anybody else in the movie. It honestly just made me sad that Garrett Hedlund's career has gone so nowhere. Well, this is the resurgence. Yeah. Also, Carrie Mulligan. The resurgence. I hope so. She has, like, kids and was having a family. Yeah. And that's okay. And she's going to be in the, whatever, Getty movie. Exactly. And Patrick, what did you just say? Uh, she's gonna be Gloria Steinem. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's else. good. Um, with the same director. Did you see Pariah? No. It's the same director that's in that. That movie was very good. With the Wayne sister was the mom. Anyway, um, so it was a very good movie. It was very heavy, very like Oscar baity, and I just again, Mary J. Blige was great. It. I don't know that she's gonna be nominated, but they sure are pushing her. And there's a lot of billboards in L.A. Which Haven't is, seen one. There's a ton near the Grove. Weird. Um, but she, yeah, I get, but I, if she wasn't Mary J. Blige being in a movie, I wonder, would she, would this be like even something to, yeah. we'd be talking about. That's true. Also, a point I want to discuss. So the movie is on Netflix. You can watch it now. It came out on the 17th, I think. And it's also playing in like 10 theaters. Mm -hmm. Two of which are in LA, I think. Most of which are in New York. But I went to see it today in a theater. Patrick told me not to just to come over and watch it here. But I told you, I just have trouble watching movies like that on net, like on the TV, on Netflix. There's that something makes zero about sense. it that takes away from the experience. Not at all. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not good at watching things I've never seen before on home. I like watching like Runaway Bride at home where I can like go to the bathroom and like click on my phone and like walk around. But if I'm in a theater, I'm not going to text 99% of the time. So what about being in your home because you're not just like put your phone away for two hours? I just get distracted. I think like the stuff on the walls and like noises and... But the movie theater is the same thing. We have people digging in bags, coughing, sneezing. It's literally the same types of distractions in a different venue. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a freak. You are. The end. Don't shake your head at me. Also, again, I, another thing too is it just sometimes to me feels like Netflix movies, it takes away from it being like the event that it is in the long run. And maybe it's just because they haven't had a movie that has, like, gotten as big as one of their shows. But, I don't know. I wonder, I, I don't know. I'm curious to see if it will get nominated or anything. They still haven't had a movie that's, like, really broken through for them, award season-wise. You don't think Beasts of the, uh, not Beasts of the Sun Wild, what's that movie called? Beasts of No Nation. Yeah. It did in the discussion, but then it didn't get nominated for anything. That's true. So, um, next we're going to talk about Roman J. Israel Esquire. 
Didn't see it. Do you like Denzel Washington? No. Name not the last Denzel Washington movie you saw you liked. Did you like Fences? Yeah. Viola not his teeth. Great. Oh, I know. He the, has a very, I don't mean to like judge his physicality, but he has a very weird body. But in like Fences, he had like dentures on, which made it look especially weird. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. We were watching Try in the Chocolate Factory on Same thing. Your ha- Johnny does teeth. Dentures. It's like the teeth. There's something about it that is like so, so obviously scary. not. Yeah, exactly. It was um, bizarre. It's one of the weirdest little movies I've ever seen. It's about uh, this lawyer. Say lawyer. Lawyer. It's about this lawyer who lives in Los Angeles who like has worked for this man for like 30 years and the man dies. So Denzel sort of has to figure out his life, and he's like this, there's, I wouldn't say autistic, but he like is high-functioning autistic. Like, that's the best way to think about it. Or like, summarize it. Mm. I don't know if that's the term they would use, but that's basically what he is. He like gets, in, like, he, he just has no social skills. Like, he has like Asperger's times 10,000. Mm. He talks like 100 miles a minute. He's a genius, but like cuckoo. Anyway... I will say this, and this is how I feel exactly from Meryl Streep, too. You know how Meryl Streep doesn't... It's not like you leave the movie and you're like, this was a great movie, but you're like, Meryl was great. Denzel is the same thing. Where it's like, every time I see Denzel Washington in a movie, I think he's a very good actor. He's going to get nominated, or at least discussed... No, usually nominated almost every single movie he makes at this point. Mm -hmm. But the movies are never very good. Fences was fine. Flight was not a good movie, but he was great in it. This was not, a, like, a really great movie. It was too clunky and had too many parts that, like, made no sense. And then they, like, tried to turn it into, like, a thriller all of a sudden for no reason. But he was very good and, like, obviously very committed to playing that character. Also, he is, like, so big on doing these very different types of roles. Mm-hmm. And they're so different. But he's Denzel through all of them that, honestly, they all sort of feel the same. Just like Meryl Streep. Exactly. You know, Meryl Streep puts on a wig and, like, different teeth and, like, has, like, a blonde wig. And, all, and she's like, oh, I've turned into this woman. But it's just Meryl Streep, like, right. in a wig. Yeah. I agree. You know? Yeah. And no different than, like, Julia Roberts. Just Julia Roberts doesn't put a wig on. Yeah. She just, like, turns her hair a little blonder or a little redder. I don't think I've had less interest in seeing a movie than this one. Well, first of all, you know, I'm going to see anything that's nominated. But it's not nominated yet. But he will be. You don't know that. I have a high feeling. <laughs> But I don't, either regardless, it's just all right. Are you so excited for me to get screeners? Yes. I'm very curious to see what you get. Probably. Oh, they, he was a not, that's not an independent movie. No. Okay. I got to see. Everything was nominated, so I have to find out what I'll be getting. Oh, yeah. Independent uh, Spirit Awards? Yes. Yeah. Um, and finally, we're going to talk about the star. Very quickly. Didn't see it. I'm going to talk about it for 30 you seconds. You ditch me. I work. I, that's, first of all, I saw it at night. You were not working at 9 p.m. Second of all, I invite you every single time. Look from where I hit the table. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, The Star is an animated movie that should be straight to DVD about Jesus. So religious. And I mean, I guess I knew it was the story of Jesus and Christmas, so I wasn't ex- I was expecting it to be that religious, but it had so many famous people in it. I thought they would water it down in some way, but mm-hmm. they didn't. Who does Oprah play? A camel. I'm I just wanted to hear baffled you say that. by how they got all these people into that movie. Who made it? I don't know. 
It's the same company that makes like Walden Media and that made like Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, like all those oh, like faith based films. Is that a faith based story? What? Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe? Yeah. Yes. Didn't know. Um yeah. So anyway, if you wanna see a Christmas movie, go see it. If you wanna see if you're trying to find something to go see with your youth group, go see it. Otherwise, I'm it will literally be on Netflix. thrown for a loop. About what? Good line, which the more that you'll have to Google that after this. That's too deep a discussion for right now. But you know, I was going to go see it. Oprah and Kelly Clarkson were in it, and Gina Rodriguez was Mary. Who like Mary as like a human Mary, like a dog? No, it was about the story of the nativity, but told through the animals' eyes. So who did like Gina Rodriguez typical, play? She was Mary. As human Mary or like yeah, a fake Mary? Yeah, there weren't animal Marys. They oh. were still people. It was just the animals saw it. The weirdest thing is that of all those famous people, the guy from Walking Dead, Stephen Yoon or whatever, was the lead. I thought, how is he a bigger, higher title than Oprah? I just have to think, like, stories that need to be told. That is not one that needs to be told through the eyes of animals. No, but it's an animated movie for kids and for families. I, just make it about humans. Yeah, no movies that are in theaters now are stories that need to be told. I haven't seen one in like five years. La La Land needed to be told. Frozen, <laughs> Olaf's Frozen ex- Adventure needed to be told. Yeah, okay. Um, I have a story to tell you another time about Coco, remind me. Okay, our question of the week comes from Madison. She says, is it, or he? All I hear is garbage trucks. <laughs> This old-ass room doesn't have any soundproofing. We need those little eggshells. Yeah. We need a studio. No, you know what we need? We just gotta get those, like, mattress toppers. You know, that, like, look like eggshell crates? Have you ever seen those? Oh, yeah. They I have one. Oh, bring it. We'll just make a little room. We could do it in the bathroom. Okay. Um, I have another story for you another time. <laughs> Remind me. <laughs> Our question that comes from Madison. Is it too soon for Titanic to be re-released in the theaters? No. It was just out. No. Here's the thing. What was it released for the first time for? Because they redid it in 3D or whatever. Okay. And now it's the 20th anniversary. Now it's the 20th anniversary. Here's the thing. They should... I, I agree and don't disagree. It is too soon for it to be back in theaters. No way. But at the same time... Because like every time they do it, it's less and less special. No way. The 3D was so uneventful, I barely even remember what it even did. I, I'd like, you didn't feel like you were sinking or drowning? No. Uh, but I had one tear... And I was like, oh my gosh. And we saw it at the arc light and at like 10 o'clock in the morning and it was all old people. And wearing just glasses. Wearing just old glass. I mean like uh, 3D glasses. Um, so anyway, Titanic's being re-released. I'm going. Me too. I'll be there. I cannot wait. Actually, probably not. You'll probably go when I can't go. I'm going to hate you. you I, I'm not going to defend myself on this podcast called Let's Shout with Curry. Okay, thank you so much for your question. If you have, The answer is no. Uh, if you have a question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Now your song of the week. Is uh, Mine is Strangers by that girl Sigrid. Drops 
When's she going to be famous? You know, Jared... I think, yes, I think you were talking, or he was talking to Patrick and I at Thanksgiving table, yeah. at the Thanksgiving table, <laughs> and can I tell you something? When you texted me earlier, and you like you typed really fast, and it said HQHH, oh, yeah. and I said, ha ha ha, I laughed, so I like audibly laughed in the theater. <laughs> um, anyway, he said that that girl played at their office. Huh? Did they have people come and play like in their common room? Weird. And they had her like two or three weeks ago, right, Patrick? Mm-hmm. Did yeah. he love her? And he said she was amazing and very nice. He like, how did that conversation come up? He, he was said, talking about they were having, they're going to have somebody come and play like this week. And we, I asked him who else they had. And he said Sigrid? Yeah. And you said we've been boosting her on our podcast I said, for the we last year. literally theater. just listened to her in the car on the way here. And he was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, mine, I'm, I'm another Christmas song. I'm probably only going to have Christmas songs now through Christmas because it's time. And now nobody can say, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, my song is called Christmas in Your Heart by Sam Sparrow. I know it's been a long, long year And I thank God that I'm still here and I hope I'll find some Christmas in my heart. I hope your troubles are far behind you. I hope your loved ones are right beside you. And I hope you'll find some Christmas in your heart All the stars are sparkling Until the perfect gift has been found And I wonder if they have Christmas in their hearts You know him? Yes. Yeah, and it's a bop. It's not a bop, like a fast bop is a slow bop. It's very sweet and jazzy and I love Christmas music. Um, This week you are looking forward to. Um, what are you looking forward to? Titanic. Oh, that's this week? Yes, oh, December that's... 1st. And next week, guess what happens? We're going to see Love Actually on the big screen. Oh, I can't wait. Did you see that in theaters when it came out? No, I was like four. You were not four. You were probably like ten. The Shape of Water comes out this week, too. Is it going to be just a dark light? Probably. Oh, yeah. I'll wait. Um... I'm not looking forward to my bank account. That's what I do know. I'm so poor, like the poorest I've been since I've lived here. That's not true. I actually think that it is. I don't believe it. We've had some hard times. Oh, you're right. And this is one of them. Okay. Uh, my goober of the week, your goober of the week. You go. Um, I have like a winner of the week. Okay. I'm loving like all of these crazy like insider stories about the White House. 
Okay. Did you read one? Absolutely not. It was about Melania, obviously, and I would gladly read about her over Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. But in Vanity Fair, I also love all these like weird fashion magazines having like investigative reporting. Yeah, I like, <laughs> like that Teen too. Vogue. You know, is like now like a political right. magazine. It was just about how like she's literally wanting to heal herself. And that, which I love, you know, not like she wants to die, but like, that, <laughs> that was like age. That, that's like the drama of it all. It's like thousands yeah. of cars. It's for real. That's terrifying. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I have a winner and a goober. I have two goobers and a winner. What are they? The winner, Gail King. Oh yeah. She's handled herself like a real pro. Stupid Charlie Rose. Stupid Charlie Rose. Ooh. First of all, his mouth is so scary. Old people's mouths. Like, they really freak me out. When I'm old, I'm going to wear a mask. Like, one of those little masks that people wear when they don't want to get TB. Um, two goobers. My first one, Urban Outfitters. Do you know how many emails they have sent me in the last, like, four days? I get it that things are on sale, but I don't need to be reminded, like, four times a day. Wow. That's too much. Just unsubscribe. I need to. If you want to know how many things you've subscribed to... Ever put your email in for it? Wait till Black Friday, because every single company you've ever bought something from is going to send you an email. Number two, Jennifer Lawrence. If I read one more article talking about how she's taking a break, take it. <laughs> Go. Be free. She's got, like, three movies coming out and filming, like, four. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to take a break and go live on a farm and milk goats. I'm like, okay, Kylie Jenner. Bye. And guess what? Kylie Jenner ain't milking no goat. Yes, she is. Yeah, right. I cannot... I like Jennifer Lawrence. I listened to her podcast this week with uh, Scott Feinberg or whatever. Where do you find the time? I spend like three-fourths of my day in Ubers. So (laughs) it's easy. I have ample time. Um, And I have breaks at work. I take a dinner break because I also work, (laughs) even though I know you like to pretend that only you do now. Um, Adrian keeps texting me, oh, I wish I was off. (laughs) Guess what? <laughs> you are. Tomorrow. Um, anyway, Jennifer Lawrence, take your break. And no one will miss you. Not one person in the entire world will miss your That's presence mean. on screen. That's mean. Because she has eight movies lined up. So she could take a break for three years and we would still be seeing things that she's filmed. I like her. <laughs> but it's like, take it. It's literally, it's been like years she's been talking about taking a break. I don't want to hear it anymore. Bye. If you're so tired, go rest. Be free. I know. Her job's so hard, right? Uh, I can't. I mean, every single famous person talk. I'm, don't get me started. Willow Smith. Oh, it's so hard. Uh, yeah, I bet. Pay my bills, then we'll talk. Okay, that's our podcast for this week. I'm getting bitter, so I'm going to get off of here. <laughs> I'll talk to y'all later. Uh, if you want to watch our videos, you can watch them on YouTube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. You can, uh, I don't remember. What's next? You can follow us on Instagram at, <laughs> I hate this, at Curry Terrell, at Adrian J. Gomez. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell, at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. And if you have a question, you can email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great last couple days of November. Go see Titanic. Go!